What's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode number four. We're back. It's the good new days. We're in for a treat. Got my friend, one of our very own from our crew, the one, the only, none other than Miho. What's good? So what's crazy is that I'm trying to contain my energy because you've, you, you've, you've caught me in my element. So I'm going to try to keep my energy at like a five or six, unless we get like really into it, then it's going to get up. But uh, before we get into it, we just want to remind you, uh, this is the fourth episode, which means there are three episodes. So if this is the first time you're watching, that means you have three episodes that you need to keep up with. So number one, please subscribe, right? That helps us. Um, if you see something that you like, comment. We would love to hear what you think about it. Um, and the last is give, right? We're just starting here. If you have it, right? This is what I say. If you can, you should, right? So if you can and you like this and it touches you, you know, we, we, we kind of, yeah, man, we kind of need some stuff. Yeah. We want to upgrade. <laughs> we want to get better. Yeah. So feel free to give. Down in the bottom, you see all the links. It'll be good mm. to give. And one more thing, make sure that you uh, go ahead and share and um, hit that notification bell so that way you can know whenever we release um, new stuff, you could um, get that update, that, that whatever that bell does. What does that bell do? It gives you, uh, I think it just gives you an alert, right? right cool. Every so time get, something comes on. Get yeah. the alert. Yeah. We want you to get the alert. All right, All right Mijo, so, so uh, we're just, we're just going to have a good conversation here. Yeah, so I'm going to ask the question of all questions. Everyone's been uh -oh. waiting for this. Everyone's asking. Really? And you're going to break it down. Oh, they said man. that you have the answers. <laughs> you, have the, you, you have the connection. That's, this is what every, every podcast is doing. This is what every YouTube uh, sensation <laughs> that's out right now is saying. So go ahead. Break it down. What are these UFOs? Nah, don't even do it. Hey, we can go there, bro. Do you want to go there right now? Nah, I mean, nah, we, nah. I feel like that's we will go there it's eventually. Man. We will go there eventually. So many people, I think, are answering it so much better than we can. But uh. man, <laughs> I've seen a lot of really good videos on it, though, man. And and like, and I should preface that with saying like, um, uh, biblically, biblically backed, yeah. I guess theories. I don't know if theories is the right word to say it, but you know, um, it's very interesting time to be alive right now. I mean, we're in it, man. I mean, yeah. we're in it. We're in it. <clears throat> yeah, we're definitely in. in uh, in an important time and it's interesting you know something that that's been stirred in my heart and i've actually been like just reading it and studying it and kind of just seeing like where i'm going to go with it and and just kind of receiving from from just what the word means it's like mm. the word harvest mm. I, I know that's before good. we started uh, the show i probably mentioned it a little bit but just harvest and, and what that means and i st and throughout this week even i've been having conversations with people about yeah. like hey what what does it take for there to be a harvest because you know we're living in interesting times for sure. and um i almost feel like the lord is saying hey there's a great harvest we know that we know that there's a great harvest we know that the lord wants a great harvest yeah. he wants not one to be lost yeah but that all would be saved right so there is a great harvest to come but but this is a cool like thought right to think of like what can bring a harvest mm. what brings harvest dude i'll tell you this right so um over the weekend last weekend uh the family we went to orlando right and my aunt was visiting and we had almost a very similar conversation mm. where we were just talking about the times um, and this generation specifically, right? The good, the bad, the distractions, how the distractions have a pro versus a con. Um, and personally, I feel like God right now within me is telling me like, okay, you're, you're starting to understand it, but I need you to go deeper into word, to mm. study, to pay closer attention, to listen closer because the time is getting near where, yeah, you're about to be used here. 
um, and I feel heavy about this, right? So I think that within us, we have to get to that point where, well, what does harvesting look like, mm. right? We need to go out there. At the, when it's all said and done, like where I'm at in my house, in my personal space with the Lord, eventually I'm going to get called like, okay, man, let's go. Yeah. You're up. Yeah. Now you got to go out there. And I think that for this generation, and I don't know, man, this might be something big to say, but I think how I feel about where we are at as a church at Nest, um, I think if you were to ask many of us where we are at, I almost feel like we kind of feel the same, right? Where mm. it's almost like, nah, this is, this is coming. And it's like this year has really been a year of preparation. Yeah. And, it, and I feel that very heavy like it's a a year of preparation going into whatever's next man it's crazy <clears throat> never in my life never in my life have i felt the way i feel or i have been feeling right maybe for the last couple of years mm -hmm. but but i feel like it in intensifies as each day comes <clears throat> and what i feel is i think did you just use the word i think you use the word heaviness or whatnot yeah what i feel is it's this crazy heaviness right and it's almost a heaviness in where everything around me can be okay. Obviously, um, um, uh, if you could drown with negative news, right? You could, w whether it's, you know, the television set, the news, your, you know, your phone, whatever, whatever it is that you kind of uh, stay up to date with your news and you could kind of like drown in all the negative stuff that is being fed to us. Mm -hmm. But it's beyond that because if you look around, like, okay, it's cool. I got a roof over my head. I got a family. Everything's well, you know, I'm still working. I'm still making money. Everything's good. So why am I stressing? It's beyond that. It's almost like a heaviness where it's like spiritual, it, right? It's a heaviness where it's like an internal, where it, it, where it almost comes. I, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like God is still revealing that or he has to reveal it in its fullness. But it's almost like a, a heaviness of like, okay, God, uh, you're, you're doing something. Mm -hmm. And I haven't seen the full picture yet. And a lot of my insight is burdened. But yet, I don't know what, what that burden is or is expectant, but I don't know what that expectancy is yet. And um, that's why I mentioned like harvest, because what does it take for a harvest to come? So I said, well, what does scripture say about truth or, or I kind of give it, give it away. What does scripture say about freedom? How does freedom come? Scripture says by knowing the truth, right? And the truth shall set you free. So if truth brings freedom, <clears throat> right? By knowing truth, that truth brings your freedom. Now that freedom comes into someone's life. Now they acknowledge Christ and there's the harvest. They become a child of God or whatnot. And I started thinking about it. So, so what has to happen for there to be truth? Well, there needs to be a lot of exposing because if there's so much faults and there's so much things going on and, and there's all these different, I think we're living in an era, in a time more than ever where things are being exposed quicker. I mean, I mean, just look around. I mean, we could just go down the topics of things that are just being exposed. Uh, 15 years ago, we could have said something um, about anything, about the government. We're like, nah, that's crazy. But now we're like, oh, that's probably real now mm. because of how much stuff has been exposed, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So now things don't seem like it's... Uh, uh, impossible or or it's not true now almost everything's like well man i almost i can believe up to anything right now or i don't trust anyone right now because yeah. of so much that's being exposed yeah i i think we're just in a moment where uh anything can be possible anything yeah, yeah. and i think that with what you said right uh knowing the truth with in in truth there's freedom and in personal experience right when you have that personal relationship with the lord um you gain that freedom 
And I think that freedom, at least for me, comes in stages, right? Where I think the Lord open, like God just opens your eyes yeah. one level at a time. You start to see things, then you see it. Then you know what I'm saying? Like, and and it gets heavier, I guess is the word, but heavier in the sense where you feel like, man, what am I doing about this? How am I working towards his kingdom mm. to make sure that my coworker, that my friend, that my cousin isn't lost mm. and sees the light? Because how you described it earlier, it's not necessarily a burden of, I'm stressed out. All of this news is crazy. Oh my goodness. UFOs, submersibles, uh, yeah. Netflix, yeah. Paramount, all of these things, right? It's more so a feeling of like, man, it's crazy out here. And I need to make sure that I'm aligned with where God wants me to be. And in that being an example to my family, not just immediate family, whether it be Vanessa or Mia or my in-laws and my parents, but like, just my community that I do right. life with on a day to day. So I feel you on that. Yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, I think the Lord does a good work in exposing because then it causes people to run and search for truth. Mm. And I believe that that's all, all, that's all people need to do um, is search. And, you know, scripture says, you know, search for you may be found and, and then you find truth. And then there's the harvest, you know, you, you come into that family. Um, I, I think about a, a scripture that I was reading and it's in John chapter four. Of Jesus just uh, has this whole encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well, right? Where she's drawing, uh, um, drawing water, and all these things are happening. And he's like, "Hey, I have a water that you know you don't have to ever come here again. That that continues on." She said, "Give me some of this water." And so that whole encounter happens. And right after that, in John four, it's it's a, it's a, it's an interesting thing because the disciples come up to him, and they they basically tell Jesus, Jesus eat you know it's been a long day you've done a lot you know you just talk to this woman eat it's 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 a lot's going on and he says to them my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work and you could almost figure like what what is what does he mean being a disciple at that time like okay so are you gonna eat like physical substance like because you know he was actually like this is spiritual what's happening here mm -hmm. I'm, I'm here in the physical um but i'm here for a spiritual purpose but what he says next is important because they were so focused about him eating. They were so focused about their physical world and what's next and what they need to do. Kind of like, and Jesus breaks down like the months. He says, do not say there are yet four months, it says in scripture. And then comes the harvest. And then he tells them something important. He said, you're thinking physical. You're thinking in seasons. You're thinking about all this. But he says something so important to them. He says, look. And I love that the scripture says, look, look. And he says, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. So don't get so caught up with these things, with the seasons of this world, the seasons of your life, and get caught up with the purpose of heaven here on earth. Why I'm here. The purpose, the purpose in why you're here. Right. And then he tells them to look. Don't be blind. Don't be downcasted. Look up because there's a harvest. And he says it. The fields are white for harvest. Mm. There's a harvest for you. I'm going to use you for that. And maybe that's the burden that we're feeling. That's the heaviness of God's gonna do something in this time, in this age, and it could be a harvest, a great harvest for our generation. Yeah, that's good. And we yeah. just gotta look, it's yeah. there. It's oh, there. it's there. <laughs> that's that the that passage is awesome because it goes on and says, hey, there's, a, there's one who sows and there's one who reaps, but at the end, they're both celebrating together. Mm. They're both rejoicing in the harvest mm. because 
the sower put in the hard work for all these years he sowed and then those who reap just came with their sickle <laughs> and reaped the harvest so whether we're part of the sowing uh generation and maybe it's our children or our children's children are part of the the reapers that reap the harvest at the end we're going to celebrate because that harvest is is for the glory of the lord man so that's good yeah I'm, I'm excited for it man so what's on your heart man what's on your mind that's a little do, do you do you well to that real quick do you think that um man my my, my mind immediately goes to uh the sower right so mm -hmm. like uh you know my grandfather's a pastor i grew up within the church right so sometimes man i, I think of like man like what if within us it starts within generations right like what if each of us just have different roles right i'm not maybe you're a reaper maybe you're a sower right maybe your kids are the right and and i think of that where it's just like man like where do i fit in all this and again like it's like you know like oh man okay lord i i i I'm, i hear you and i feel you on this so i just need to prepare right you know it's like man maybe my where I align is, well, my, my grandfather, my father has, you know, they've, both of them have touched so many lives. Well, how, how do I continue to move that and push that forward within now my family and my kids and their children and their children, right? So, yeah. Um, hmm. Either way, there's work to be done, right? It, there it is. There's work yeah. to be done. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could, I, I don't come from, from, I don't share that with you, you know, because um, I don't come from like a, a family that was in ministry, mm. though we have a story and then my mom came to the Lord and all that. But uh, but I think about that, too, because I'm like, OK, so what am I sowing into right now so that my son could walk in that and maybe reap from the sowing that his father yeah. has put in yeah, his parents? Good. So in that, I look at it from that perspective of, am I sowing well and am I sowing correctly so that my son could reap the harvest? Because in a way, that's like the father's heart too, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, that's that's good for a new time parent like myself, man. Yeah. Because like, you know, I, I catch myself trying to think in that manner, right? Which I, I feel like I'm slowly getting there, you know? Yeah. Of, of uh, thinking like, oh man, this is so much bigger now, right? This is for the next generation that is the next generation and and i think because of that comes that connection of understanding like oh dang my grandfather's been out here yeah, yeah. my dad my parents have been out here so like you know there's a connection there yeah it's good yeah um hey so i i guess to segue from that right because we do know that there is harvest and that we're called to it um i'm just going to share a couple things that i feel like this year have been heavy for me or just lessons in general um and i think that a lot of times we place just very high expectations on people mm. like and i think that it comes i want to believe that at core it comes from a good place right like because we love that person so much that we expect so much of that person um failing to understand that like man just like i none of us are perfect you know what i mean like um i'm gonna fail i fail on a daily basis you know like um how do you like how would you say a Christian should maneuver in that, right? Where recognizing like, man, like I have high expectations, but then also like, do you think that there comes a time where God allows us to separate from people because of any experience or, you know, man, I've been trying to, I've been trying to pour into this brother or sister for a long time. And it's just like, 
the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's just around, around and around and around and around and around and around. And although we love them and we expect them to get it, they may not get it, right? right. So is and 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 I feel like that's not that should not be the heart of a Christian wanting to separate, right? Like I don't know. Like that's why I'm asked because yeah. man, those are the things that conflict me sometimes. It's like man, like well, do I just? But you wanted to separate, correct? Yeah, man. Okay. Because I mean, let's be honest. It it yeah. can be mentally and spiritually draining sometimes. Yeah. If we're keeping it real. Yeah. Well, I, I think you started off right with with an important word, and I think a lot of people could relate to that when it deals with expectations. Mm. And um, I think um, we have to be very careful because sometimes we we put expectations or expectations on others. And it's almost not fair sometimes. So how do we measure that? How do we go about that? Well, you know, like what does the scripture even say um, about expectations? Um, I, th I, I believe people's expectations has a lot to do with like, it could even go as deep as their childhood, mm. how they grew up, you know, or, or what, they're, what are they engulfed in right now? And all that stuff could kind of uh, uh, shift, you know, or, or, or grow expectations, whether it's an unhealthy way or in a healthy way. And I, and, I, and I feel like that needs to be very careful. And I think a lot of that has to do with people really, if, if they can, if they're mature enough, and if they, if they know who to go to, where to run to, to say, okay, I need to measure this. I need to really examine this. Is this healthy? Because I could have a, um, heavy expectations or a certain expectations, let's say, towards you, but is it, is it even fair? Are, are, can you even meet those expectations? Um, and then what, what happens if you if you don't meet those expectations you're my brother we share a lot of common things and stuff like that should i automatically just x you out because man you know what you don't meet those expectations i right. expect you every time i text you to call me right. like right or text me back within that day i have a lot of friends that when i text them they won't text me back to like a day later two days later we know them and we, it, right you're one of them yeah. <laughs> and we just so i know that right so i know okay I'm, i'll text let's say it's me i'll text me but i know he might get back to me but you see, expectation has to, you have to grow into like what's healthy and what's not. Mm. I, um, thinking about expectations, um, what expectations are you putting, are you putting on others that you yourself can't even meet? That's not fair. Yeah, that's a fact. Right? Yeah. So, so like, oh, I, like even in my own marriage, right? Oh, I'm putting these expectations on my wife, but she better not ask me mm. uh, to do the same. Yeah. And, that, and that's not fair. You know what I mean? You could see now my self-interest in that, my my uh, my selfishness in that, you know, and, and I don't think that's a healthy thing. Uh, I read something, and I want to share this, because Scripture does teach us about um, expectations, and um, I'm sure there's a lot of things that we could discuss, but there's three things. And for anyone that's maybe they're like, wow, I can't believe you guys just mentioned that, and they needed to hear this today. Mm. And uh, let's look at three words when it deals with expectations, and it's this communicate how does communication look like forgive forgiveness mm. and love communicate forgive and love if we're going to deal uh, with expectations how do those three things look like in our lives and and i think that's important uh communication yeah. let's start with that yeah, right i mean i i think sometimes we expect things from people without even communicating that. without communicating right. oh they should know right 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 yeah and the, and and the truth is they don't yeah and i could tell you that just by doing life with people and by being married i I'm, oh my wife doesn't know oh you know i don't know what she wants or i don't know what she's asking of me and sometimes it's a joke right even in our own house i'm like no you, like 
I'm that kind of like just tell me what exactly I can't read between the lines. So if you don't understand that, I'm just gonna irritate you more. I'm gonna get you more upset. Just tell me, yeah. and they're like, oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. But communication is important. Why is communication important? Because with communication, is there openness? Is there honesty? Yeah. In communicating, and that's gonna be first key, right? Yeah, in fact, no, that's to, good. Towards anything. Mm-hmm. Um. So so that's important. Um. So when we think about expectations, how am I communicating it? And then if I have expectations towards someone, can I forgive? Is there forgiveness in me? Um, let's, let's look at Jesus, for example. Jesus steps into the scene and the people expect of Jesus. What did they expect? The Messiah. Mm. He comes in, but they wanted a Messiah to be a certain way. Yo, you got to conquer Rome. Right? Even his own disciples were like, Hey, are we ready to do this? And like, we're gonna take over, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna, and I'm, and and we're gonna be important people now here in Jerusalem. Like, we're gonna do this. You're gonna become the king. You're the Messiah. You're gonna be the king of Israel. And and Jesus starts to live out his life, and then they start to recognize, like, oh, his message is not saying, yo, let's conquer Rome. His message is like, oh, I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, they're gonna go ahead and they're gonna betray me, and I'm gonna be sent to the cross and. On the third day, you know, I'm going to resurrect. Like, like, whoa, whoa, this message, it's it's a conflict from what we wanted from the Messiah. So they had all these expectations. As a matter of fact, when Jesus was was speaking, the crowds of people left him one day. That's not what we wanted from our Messiah. We don't want to hear those kind of things from you. So so people had expectation uh, towards Jesus. And when he didn't give them what they wanted, what they wanted, what they expected from him, they just, they left him. They betrayed him. That same crowd that said, here's our Messiah. That's what we expect. Is the same crowd that very soon will now say, crucify him. Because you didn't give me what I expected. Now, now we could say, how dare they? You know, God should have brought fire upon them. But let's be very honest. <clears throat> Are we not like the crowd? Yeah, no, of course. When... We could love someone and and do all these things. And from one moment to another, just because you did not do what I expected from you, now I could say crucify you. And a lot of people do that. They crucify others because they're not meeting expectations. But what I love about that is the story at the end. Jesus is there. (laughs) Crucify him, crucify him um, to the point where he's at the cross. He's at the end and he says something so important. And he says, Father... Forgive them, for they know not what they do. You know when he was saying that, Mio, this is crazy. When he was saying, Father, forgive them, guess what they were doing right by the cross? Shooting dice for his clothes, casting lots. Yeah. Like if it was a game, they, they, they didn't care. The very own Messiah is now being crucified, and it's all, it's all a joke. There's no care. He didn't meet our expectations. How are we communicating? Is there forgiveness? Here's Jesus, and he models it. Forgive them. Doesn't we, and, and I think we lack that, man. We lack empathy. Yo, you know what? I love you, brother. And, and, and maybe my expectations, I have to share with you what I feel. You failed me. I shouldn't just crucify you. Maybe I should say, you know what? Forgive. I forgive you or, or I forgive myself. And I think that's important. Communication is important. Forgiveness is important. And then obviously I said the third thing was love. I mean, we see in Scripture in 1 Corinthians 13, it tells us everything that love is. Love is this. Love is that, right? Love does not boast. Love is kind. It does not insist on its own. All, all these different things that love is. Um, but you know what? We have to remember that we're all different, man. 
Yeah. And if we're going to expect anything, we need to recognize, like, yo, I expect this from my brother, from my sister, from my wife, from my mom, from my own father, whoever. But I have to also, like, even my own children and say, no, but you know what? They're different. Everyone's different. And um, I, I need to make sure that I love even in the difference, in the differences. Um, and, and I think that's what's beautiful, you know, thank God that he loves me because uh, I know he has expectations of me. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been. Um, I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm gonna interrupt you. So, they gonna so, do it? so this is this is important because people probably hear things. <laughs> so, so we are friends with uh uh with with Adrian and Charlene. Yeah. And the Martinez family. And as we're recording this right here on the on the iPad, look, I'm gonna show it to the camera. Oh wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me put it on that on that. There you go. So they have a bunch of friends and family on Zoom right now. Oh my god. And what they're doing is they're gonna do a. Gender reveal. A gender reveal. Yep. So Char Charlene, obviously, she's she's pregnant. They're expecting. They're gonna have a boy. And and we're gonna find out right now. They're on, gonna have a boy on the podcast. So so Mijo says boy. They're gonna have a boy. I'm gonna say girl. I will be so shocked if it's a girl. All right, we got two other people in the room. Uh, boy or girl? Let's say James. What, what are you gonna vote? We need more men. <laughs> <laughs> so so in this room, two for boys, one for girl. Rudy. All right, All right two, two and two. And two. Oh my goodness. So, so we'll jump back on this when, when, when they're about to do it. And uh, so, Agent Charlene. Yeah, man. You see, well, congratulations, congratulations. but we're so we're we love you so much. We're yeah, watching man. this as we're having conversation. I can't wait for for, for that baby. Yeah, um, yeah. Going back to you know, thank God for His love. Uh, I've been reading Isaiah mm. on just the Old Testament in general, man. It's like thank you, thank you, Jesus, for paying for my sins. Because you get good glimpses of an angry God. And it's like, man, like, the things that, that, that Isaiah, you know, hey, tell my people this. And, and I've started reading Ezekiel, too, which is like, bro, that's scary. Those are scary things. So, yes, um, man, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for your grace and for your yeah. love. So, um, okay, my next question is, right, now, yes, forgiveness, yes, love. You know, I think uh, the true heart of a Christian, you know, we're called to to love and to forgive always 100 percent. Right. We're to model from G for, uh, model after Jesus Christ. Right. Um, man, but there are there will be moments where, you know, uh, your neighbor or whoever it is that you're, you you want to love on just doesn't want that love. You know, like, um, man, battling loving from afar. And how do you love from afar? Is it just praying for people? You know, like, man, I think sometimes I feel I have like a guilty conscience because I feel like uh, maybe sometimes I care too much. Right. And I feel like I should be doing more. But then it's almost like, well, more falls on deaf ears. Mm. Right. Um, what you know, like what what would you say? Um, what's your take on that? You know, like because that's another thing that this year for me, I'm like, man, like, but I'm just trying to love on you. Yeah. And you're making this difficult. And maybe I'm just overbearing. Right. Maybe it's me. <laughs> right. You know, sometimes we are the problem, and and sometimes we're both the problem, mm. and sometimes they're the problem. I don't know what what's your what's your history with that. How how does that look like? So to be completely transparent, it's happened with a lot of relationships this year, <clears throat> where sometimes I'm like, Lord, is this what is this? Is this growth in areas of just you? Right. Becoming, uh, I don't want to say a stronger Christian, but just deeper in my journey with the Lord um, where I'm losing people as I go to the world. 
Um, there have been instances where I've messed up, where I've forgiven. Um, but it's just almost like, well, man, you try to salvage it, but it's almost like, well, I guess that's it. Yeah. You know, and it's like it hurts because you don't want it to be it. But then it's like, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it's there. There are different. There's four examples of that. I'm not going to get into all yeah. four, but I've struggled with that this year because I feel guilty. Right. Like I feel like, man, like, am I acting like a true as a Christian should? Yeah. Am I still setting an example at the end of the day? Mm. You know, um, am I? Am I modeling after Jesus, right? And in that love and forgiving and and uh, what am I called to do when like, no, you know, that that's why I ask like, does God separate us from people? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are we separated from people and it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, um, I think there's, there's moments where God can and has and does. I mean, we, we, we see it. Uh, we, we even see it in scripture. I, I thought, of, I thought of a story and I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, but I do believe that um, even Jesus himself, even Jesus himself, he um, had his 12 disciples, right? Um, but he had a different relationship with three, mm. right? So, so he didn't have the same relationship with everyone. He can't. It's impossible. He's one person. Um, there's times, uh, um, for example, um, someone that he was close to, someone that he, he, he slept near, um, he shared... Um, um, experiences of, you know, um, all these things. I mean, think about this. One moment to another, he had to let that guy walk away, and it was Judas. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, guys, they're gonna, they're gonna. Uh, I think we're gonna have to interrupt. Whoa, I think it's happening. Where we at? Is uh, this is probably coming off the mic? It's, it's probably, it's probably. How many right. people? How many people are on the Zoom? That's what we need to know. You want, you, the should Zoom, I unmute it and talk to them? The Zoom looks popping right now. Let's hit, let's hit. Let them see us. All right. <laughs> hey, this is this is real life, okay? You said to mute ourselves. This is real life. Yeah, I'm gonna pass this over. We gotta, pass it over to someone gotta, that knows gotta, what, what they want. Oh, and they were telling us to mute, mute, mute. <laughs> they Man, were here in our conversation. And, and the beautiful thing is that they're in uh, Longboat Key, Sarasota, bro. Nah, I don't know if you've been on that side. You've, have you done West Coast of Florida? I have to. I have, I have. Yeah. Bro, the sunsets on that side are no, beautiful. unreal. The sand, too. is Yeah, bro. It's unreal on that side. Much better than Miami sand. Uh, Ru Rudy, you, you take care of the ones and twos, and you just kind of give us. Yeah, the ones and twos. <laughs> yeah, give us on the update there, and we'll, we'll pause, and we'll go. Let us know when she's ready. Um, but just touching up back on that people in our lives. Um, you've read the story of like Paul, Paul and Barnabas, they start mm -hmm. their journey together. Mm -hmm. They start ministry. They go on their first voyage. They do amazing yeah. things. I mean, God's using Paul and Barnabas and then they, they, they stop in their journey. And then what happens is like Barnabas says, Hey, John, Mark, Mark, I want to take him with us to these other towns that we already ministered at so we could touch base again. And Paul says, nah, we're not taking Mark with us. And, and scripture says that that Barnabas and Paul get in, 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 a, in a serious altercation, a fight, a, an argument, mm. <clears throat> because Barnabas felt strong in taking Mark, and Paul says, I'm not taking Mark with us. And, and what's crazy about that is why? Why didn't Paul? He says, because he already, he already um, left us once. He left us stranded once. He, 
He walked away from us once. Mm. I'm not going to, I can't trust him to, to take this journey with us again. If he was on a journey once already and he left us, he might do it again. And Paul felt in his ministry, I have to separate myself from Mark. I can't do ministry with someone like Mark. And, and scripture, it's, it's right there. It's in the book of Acts. Now, Barnabas was so upset with that because he felt so strong about taking brother Mark that he says, well, guess what, Paul? If Mark ain't going, then I ain't going. And, and in that moment, that's where their ministry split. They had such a beautiful ministry together. And the ministry of Paul and Barnabas split. Barnabas went his way with Mark. And then if you remember in Scripture, that's when Paul takes Silas. Mm. And Paul and Silas now start, I believe it's his second um, <coughs> missionary journey. So what happens there is they had to split. Yeah. It wasn't going to work out. But you know, if they remain in, in Christ, God is still st so good and still so faithful with both parties that God was still going to use both of them yeah. to do his work. So um, I, I think, I think yeah, man, the Lord does yeah. do a work and uh, does separate that. But we could continue with that. Let's get an update real quick. Where we Ru at? Rudy, where we at? Baby will, will you wave at us and let Martina's us know? Martina's baby reveal. Yeah. Is it happening? Oh, my goodness. Wait, hold up, Adrian, bro. Are they praying for the for the? Is Adrian? Wait, hold on. What is Adrian? Wait, wait, wait. What does Adrian want? Adrian's drip right now is crazy. Yeah, can we show everyone Adrian's drip? Oh, please show this man on the screen right he now. He is your Miami. Oh my. He is your Miami. Look at this guy. Hey, hold on. Look at that guy. <laughs> if if Bobby. Yes. He's your Miami Bobby. And Charlene is. Char Charlene. Your Miami. Charlene is a Miami's Miami's girl, bro. Yes. I mean that is the Miami couple. Right All right, they're doing it. Let's see what it is. I say girl. I said boy, bro. There's no boy. way. What is it? Wi-Fi wi don't let us no. down, bro. <laughs> Come on. Is it too dark now? Will they know what color it is? No, 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 no. We'll be able to tell. Yo, not for nothing, those things are hard to do. I have a question. Oh, that's a... Oh, no, no, we're good. Guys, we're sorry, but this is big for us. The oh, it's a girl! Yo! Yo! I kicked me off camera. Wow! It's a girl! Hey! Bro, we have so Your many girls, bro. Yes! We have a generation yes. of girls on the come up. Yes. It's a girl! It's a girl, it's a girl, it's a girl. All right. Wow. wow. I'm so happy. Wow. <laughs> Bro. My God. Wow. Oh my gosh. I need to leave this thing. Oh that's 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 what you call let's get on. That's what you call hashtag We're reaction so video. It's a girl. Wow. Yeah. It's Adrian. a girl! It's a girl! Wow, Woo! bro. I'm so Amazing. happy for you guys, man. It's Look at girl. Adrian, bro. I wish I could hug Adrian right now, man. Ah. Oh my goodness, Amazing. bro. That's Woo! crazy. Damn. Wow. Adrian. That's that's awesome. Wow. Wow. Man, we got a lot of girls, bro. Praise God. Who's who had oh Isaac, bro. Isaac is chilling. <laughs> Isaac is chilling. <laughs> Yo, Isaac got options, bro. Isaac, Isaac is a new baby oh boy goodness, at church, man. and he's got a he's got wow. a he's got options. Yeah, he's got options. Hey, G, you know I love you, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, more Vanya, cause you know. Hey. This is good.
Um, um, yeah, no, nah, man, I, that's actually. Um, how do we how do we go back now? <laughs> no, I, I I thought that was a great answer. You know, like I think sometimes maybe um, the flesh in us just trips up on wanting to hold on to people that maybe just continue. Uh, you know, and I don't know, bro, because it's like, man, I feel so bad saying stuff like that, where it's like, you know, they hold us down spiritually. Neil, you know, uh, yeah, they hold us down spiritually. And I think, like, because uh, you said something, like, man, part of me, like, you know, being a, a Christian, whatever, like, I want to be there for people. I want to be involved. I want to show them my love. But, man, sometimes they drag me down or sometimes um, just our characters don't, you know, it just we mm. clash or mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know. Mm. But but think about it. It's, it's crazy. We're called to do life with people. Uh, and we're called to do life with everyone for, in, in a way, right? But there's a certain kind of life that we do with just a certain amount of people. And that's okay. It doesn't have to be with everyone. I know I talked to you about, about Jesus. But, but I, I know I keep going back to, like, the text, you know. And I think about, like, moments where he would go and he was at the, at the Pharisees' house. And he was dining with them, right? Drinking and eating at their house. At the sinner's house. Yeah. That the religious folk, uh, or, or at the tax collector's house, for example, mm -hmm. right? And the, the Pharisees, I said Pharisees' house. At the tax collector's house. The sinner's house. And the Pharisees, the religious people, were like, look at him. He's eating with sinners. Yeah. And, and it's crazy because sometimes people kind of, like, grab that scripture and they twist it. And, and you know, so you'd be at the club with a drink in your hand, like, I'm just doing what Jesus did. No, you're taking scripture yeah. out of context. So, so what happens is, like, Jesus is at their house, at the sinner's house. And he's doing life with them. But he, just, he didn't stay there. He went back and he did his vacations, right? Mm. Whatever you want to call them. Mm. But he did his trips, right? He did his journeys. He did his, he did his crusades is what I'm talking about. Yeah. But he didn't take them with him. He had his group that he did life with. Yeah. And there was a moment where he had to walk away from certain people. He had to do life with them to an extent. But then there's an extent where, okay, I got I to gotta also, also do this now, right, right. you know? So, so <laughs> we look at that and we're like, man, you know, we, we have a great example that, that it's healthy. It's okay. And... Um, we can't please everyone, and yeah, you can't please true. everyone. Yeah, and, yeah. But you're right. There's going to be things that are going to bring us down, people that are going to bring us down. Um, but I think about Scripture, right, where it says uh, where, there is, uh, where there is darkness, like light can't be found. So, so there's a moments where, where light and darkness could try to kind of coexist in the same room, but it, it, it just it can't happen. Yeah. It can't. So, so I think um, that's kind of where we're at. We say, like, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be times where I'm just going to have to move away um, from people. Yeah. And, and, and scripture says there's a, for, uh, there's, a, there's a time, right, for everything. Right. The great wise king Solomon says for everything there's a season right. and everything. And, and that's, it might be a season. Yeah, I was going to go back to, um, you know, sowing versus reaping, right? Like maybe, mm -hmm. uh, maybe my job, right? Maybe our job in those relationships is like, man, well, you hope that a seed that was planted there, you know, stuck there and hopefully... Uh, somewhere later down the line it comes to fruition yeah right? and yeah. uh yeah man no nah, i mean that, that that that's all good you know i, I think um yeah look cause some sometimes someone could be removed from your life it could be forever but and then there's times where it could just be for a moment mm. my, my very my very very good friend one of my best friends his, his name is max he'll, he'll be on here one day he's preached at our church um pastor max max my buddy, he's, he's been my friend since we were seven years old, six years old, right? Uh, Little League Baseball together. Uh, we went through so much together. And there was a moment where we just went two different ways for a few years. We just, we just lost just connection. 
And um, just it's it's funny because well the, the Lord wanted it, and here we are today, and the Lord has brought us back together, and yeah now today we're both in the faith we're both serving the Lord we're not in the same church or nothing like that but we're just we're both in the same city doing our own thing, but we love each other and we do life together and we'll we'll hang out here and there and he comes and preaches at the church yeah. and and stuff like that, and I think that's a great example like here's someone that. We walked away from one another, but the Lord brought us back. Sometimes it's forever, and sometimes it's for, um, for a season. Yeah. And um, I think the Lord kind of puts that peace in our heart to say, okay, this is, when yeah. it happens, I think we're like, yeah, this needed to happen. Yeah, I mean, look, I, uh, this, this has been something that's been going on for a while, but I think maybe I'm at that point where it's just like, okay, you know, like, um, what can you do, right? Like, uh, it's my responsibility to just continue my journey. And I also do think, you know, pray for people obviously we should be praying for people always and hope that man like you know the same way that i've experienced christ and the same way that i've come to my relationship with the lord that you know you can only pray for those people that man like they too have their journey yeah right and keep yeah. it moving so and that's big yeah you no. just said and pray that they too so that means that, but that's a constant that's bro. a cool that's a good heart to have to but that's to a pray constant. even when and maybe this is a whole other topic, but even when you're the one that got offended or you're the one that got the... Yeah, the, the, the But like, that's where I'm at, man. Yeah. You know, that's where I'm at with some relationships where it's just like, okay, the only thing I can do is pray. Yeah. Right? Because at core, like, bro, like, there's love there. You know what I mean? Like, again, like, I think, um, man, we hold people to such high regard sometimes mm -hmm. that we forget that, like, bro, I'm going to fail you. I may go nine, uh, 99 for 100. Mm. I'm going to let you down at least once, you know, like I may have given you awesome years. Right. But don't forget that, like, man, I'm not I'm not Tony Stark. You know, I'm not. I'm who am I? What? Who am I? I'm nobody. It's like it's like the wedding vows, right? Yeah. It's through what? Thick and thin. Right. Sickness. Life or death, yeah. Health. Mm -hmm. Right. Life. Death. It's through the good, through the bad. And I think those are the relationships that you're like, this is this is my my intimate friend man this mm. is this is my brother this is my you know my sister the, you know whoever whoever's watching this and um and i think that's that's what matters right there you know Th that that's what's important because we get it we understand like and and, I ha and thank god like everyone that i will call a friend i don't necessarily have that relationship with but i will say i have a a very select group man I can't even count them with with, with one hand. It's, mm. it's 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 a very small group that I know that I could say, "Hey, this is the darkest moment that I'm going through, and here I'm gonna, I'm gonna unleash to you what I'm feeling, or I'm gonna unleash to you what I've done, or I'm gonna un I'm just gonna reveal to you. I'm gonna I'm just gonna stand before you and show you my nakedness. This is what I just did, or what I feel, yeah. and and those individuals." today throughout the years have remained my friends yeah. and have been pillars and have been such a help for me because they've also let me into their lives or vice versa I, they let me into theirs i let them right. into mine what, how, however it started and i and and those are where that the, the the brother that's the the friend that sticks closer to a brother and i feel like sometimes it, it takes a while to build that and and you allow yourself to go through that vulnerable moments with some of these people um but we have to understand, like in all of our friendships and some of these very tight friendships, like we're gonna fail each other, we're we're gonna get upset, we're not gonna always agree, and um, but at the end, man, that 
our love and our history and our prayers together have got us through all the disagreements or you know yeah. all the arguments or whatever yeah. and and i'm just so I'm, I'm happy for them because man so i mean i obviously you know some of these guys have been so crucial that the lord has used them in specific moments in my life that i'm still here today in the way that i am whether it's uh, in ministry as a husband as a father as because of the role that they played at a at a very specific and important moment but not everyone could do that you know and and it's okay to say okay you're you i love you we could do things but you may not be that person for me and vice versa and and it's fine you know it and 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 hopefully someone has at least one person like that you know and that one person could mean a lot to you if you had that one person yeah hey bro i think so yeah, no, it's good, man. I, I think also, too, it's just, um, man, I just think um, it's growth as well, I think, personally. Right? Because, bro, we could look at life and, and, and relationships, so we could look at them from such a shallow perspective. And, 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 you know, everything gets, nothing gets talked about and, and nothing gets confronted. Yeah. Everything's eggshell. Well, who wants that type of relationship? Nothing's real. Right. And, and I'm with you, but yet, there's a sense of there's something that's fake. And a lot of people live like that. They live like that with their very own partners in their home. They live like that with their people. I mean, it's insane to live like that. And, and, and it's very shallow. And in this world and in the world that we're living in today, that's not what's going to last. Yeah. It's, I, I don't, I don't want to continue to grow um, um, wide, but yet two inches deep. I'd rather be very narrow and miles deep. And and that's how our lives, that's what we should aim at in our relationship with the Lord, in our relationship with others. How deep is this? Is it shallow, but yet it's wide, it's everywhere. Ooh, yeah, but there's no, it's not profound. Or is it, it's small, but man, uh, what's that called? There's a lot of uh, uh, quality here. It's uh, quality over quantity. What would you say to somebody that maybe is watching this, right, that, isn't necessarily um you know doesn't have a relationship with god or has questions it's like nah i'm okay okay with that you know what i'm saying like oh here you are talking about you know you got to go do harvest and get people (laughs) to the lord but now you're saying like it's okay to let people go and this that the third because let's be real bro like there's people like that yeah there are people that are always going to look at christianity and uh relationship with the lord and just uh Man, uh, uh, one of um, our bassists, Josue. Love him. Um, bro, talk about wisdom. That guy, yeah. that guy is an owl, bro. That guy's an owl. The other day he said church hurt. And I was like, oh mm. my goodness, so many people have church hurt, A, which is a whole other topic. But then I think, you know, people also look at the church and everything that's gone on just mainstream, mm-hmm. right? Uh, with churches in general. And just look at it and be like, look at these guys guys think they know it all right who are they right man you say you say one thing but you do another thing right Right. so there may be someone that's watching that like what how would you man grace we're gonna do that yeah we're gonna do that yeah man i remember there's something uh, there's a situation that happened one time in our church i'll never (laughs) i I probably shouldn't get into the details of it okay (laughs) but it was on a sunday service and i remember i saw it happen from where I was standing on the podium, pulpit, whatever you want, you know, on the stage. 
and I saw it happen all, all the way in the back. And uh, we did like a, hey, greet one another, and <laughs> you know? And I remember I left that position that I was standing in, and I went to the, I went to the situation. <laughs> and I got involved in it, and, and I did it, and I, and, I, and I said a couple things, and thinking that I was a firefighter at that moment to mm. pull off the fires. And, you know, made my rounds back, came back on the stage, and went through the service, and I preached. And years later, I still go back to that moment and say, wow, I handed, I, I, I just, I was so immature. I handed that, I, I handled that whole situation so wrong. And, and, there, and with that situation, there's so many, me old man, that, that I, I could say, I, I personally have yeah. handled wrong. And I could say that towards others, right? That others have handled wrong yeah. in our relationship. And, um, and I could say, but you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm, uh, you're going to do that. We're going to do that. And whenever I step in, in, into a room of people, I have to recognize, like, man, have grace for this room because none of these people is God. So, so like, for the person that's going to watch this or is watching this and is not a believer and is feeding all these things and all that, we're just like you. Dude, we got problems and we got issues. And, you know, um, some of us, um, and I'm going to be very real and honest here, some of us that are Christians and all that, we have some very serious things that many of us keep hidden. Oh, 100%. So, so forgive us at times where you felt that we've judged you mm. or we've looked down upon you or you're not at our caliber or at our level. Because if the reality was that if we were just transparent, you would see that, oh, man, maybe you're actually above us. You know, and or or whatever it is, and and the truth is, like if we were all open, and I talk a lot about this with my friends, like imagine us when we gather together, the church, right? Because you're talking about church hurt, yeah. the church. You want to know how you heal church hurt, bro? You just get everyone in the room, and say, let's all be real, yeah. let's all confess our sins. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it might not be the wisest thing to do with the audience, because not everyone there is at the mature place to hear what you're about to confess. Yeah. But can you imagine? If everyone walked in with their sin just exposed, no, we can't judge. Yeah, that's the power. Th this is why things like Celebrate Recovery work. Mm. This is why things like AA work. Yeah. Because when, you, when you're in a group like Celebrate uh, Recovery or you're in a group like a, an AA group, you're recognizing like, hey, across from me or in this circle, th that's another addict. His addiction... Uh, um, might be uh, heroin. Might mine might be porn, yeah. or or his might be. At yeah. the end of the day, we both struggle with addiction. Yeah, yeah. And when you're in that circle, that's why it's beautiful and pure things happen there yeah. because there's. This is who we are. So so for the unbeliever, like when you walk into this group, know like even that guy that's up there speaking. Trust me. Yeah. Even that even that dude that girl that's singing. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, all of us. I think that's the power of testimony, right? And you I think that's what I try to... Uh, man, we just got to remind ourselves of that a little bit more often, man. Like, yeah. uh, the power of just keeping it real, man. Who's righteous? Well, nobody is, no, right? Like, uh, it's just like, bro, there is oh, sure. there is none of that. Like, bro, we... Like you said, all of us have dark things that we hide or things that are just kept in the secret place with the Lord that he knows, man, you've been working on this with me. Yeah. You know, like, and, um, yeah, man, no, that's facts. I think, I think, uh, you know, it, that's, that's why the power of, 
the harvest is part of that, right? The work is like, man, look, I'm just going to talk to you and keep it straight with you right now. This is what God's done in me. I'm not here trying to be holier than thou. Mm-hmm. I'm not here telling you that I know it all because I don't know it all. I'm not here telling you that I just won the $1.08 billion Powerball. If you did, you know what I'm saying? And if I did, I wouldn't be here. Holla. (laughs) No, but you know, like, uh, man, we have to, we got to do better of sharing that testimony because it's important, man. It's important. God works. Yeah. And, and, and I I mean, I'm a pastor, so I want to be very careful where I don't want to draw people away from the church. Mm. I want to bring people into the church. I want, I mean, more important than that is bring people to Christ. Um, so I'm not trying to bash the church because on Sunday I have to go to a physical building that we call Nest Church, for example. Mm. Um, but I think sometimes um, we could do church so well on Sundays um, for, for, for what the um, outer appearance of church could look like, you know, that we forget um, the, the depth of like, oh, man, there's people that are in here that are hurting. Am I going to give them time today? Are we going to talk? I mean, were you at the men's that, that we had not that? Okay, so so like we had a situation like this that just happened. And I'll, and I'll give a perfect example for the non-Christian that is, that is watching. Mm. Uh, so we had a gentleman that's very new to, to the church, and, he's, and he's, uh, he's really dealing with a lot. You know, I, I think the, the, what the world, right, he's fighting his demons. That's what people say. But he is. He's definitely fighting his demons. And, and he's got a lot going on. And, I, and we had men's group, a men's meeting that night, men's gathering that night. But I, I linked up with him earlier um, so we could just chat and hear his story. And as I was hearing his story, man, I, I was just overwhelmed. Overwhelmed because I said, wow, in, in, in a little while, a bunch of men are going to start walking in. And uh, this guy just released all this stuff, man. And what do you do with all of this? And it, I was wrestling, though, though I'm, I'm pretty good with this in a sense, but, but I was, uh, I, my wrestling was very short. Mm. But I, in a, for a moment there, I was wrestling in my mind, and I said, what do I do with this? And uh, I said, look, there's a bunch of men that are here right now outside. I think we had like five or four of our leaders. I said, right now outside are some of our leaders. I said, how, how, how do you feel about opening up about this tonight? He's like, anything. I was like, all right, we're going to. We're going to pray for you. We're going to lay hands on you. We're going to believe that there's healing and, and deliverance and, and Christ can do this in your life. And we did that. We worshiped and we prayed over him. We spent a long time just praying for him and, and he was there receiving. But, you know, we had, a, we had a plan for that day. Someone was supposed to teach that day. Someone had a, a, a message prepared, a teaching prepared. And um, actually this person that had the teaching prepared God is going to show his maturity because this is the second time that they were going to share that message. And we had to tell him, you're not sharing it today. Wow. So we've told him no twice because we said God wants to do something different. And that whole men's gathering was about pouring into this one gentleman who was extremely in a very difficult, dark place. And I said, that's church. That's pure. And um, I know we can't always do that because we have to guard people and guard their hearts. But I, I, I feel like we miss a lot of that because we make so, we can make Sunday so beautiful and try to make it so perfect mm. that we lose. But the person that's there, did you did you have that conversation because they were hurt? And you can't talk to everyone. Right. But imagine if the if the whole church is thinking like that. Right. Everyone is gonna get spoken to and prayed for and yeah. 
So so I, I, if we could do that on a Wednesday, we could do that on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Pastor, this person just walked in and they said they're going to this guy. Everyone, stop worship. Come here. Let's get around this person and pray. That's what the church did. Mm. And that's what we should continue to do. Right. And um, I think that, that makes us healthier, man. Yeah. No, man. So let's do it. Let's, let's, that's, let's, that's, let's get better at that. That's good. Yeah, no, 100%. Are we good on? How are you doing on time, bro? Because I feel like I have so many other things I could ask you. No, go ahead, man. We could, we could, uh, we could wrap it up, or we could just go for a few more minutes. I almost feel like I almost feel like we should keep a part two. Yeah. Because there's a lot, man. There's so many questions that I would love to just, or just conversation that I'd love to get into as, um, you know, perspective of a pastor, mm. right? Versus the perspective of a man, versus that of a husband, mm. versus that of a father, you know, son, man. Like these are, I think, like. Man, you got to be not I don't want to say this in a bad way, but like, man, it'd be awesome to get you in that hot seat because I think that humanizing, which I think that we all do. Right. But anyone who may be listening or watching is like, man, like sometimes I think that we put pastors here and we forget they're like, yo, that's my that's that could be me. Right. Yeah. And the pressures that come with that. And this is me. I would just love to have that conversation knowing what that looks like because i grew up in that yeah you know yeah like we should do that part two yeah yeah and we, we, could, we could we could we could yeah let's share on that yeah because you know that deals with hey this is my calling and this is my yes to this calling but at the end of the day if we really want to be biblical we're all royal priests yeah right we, we're all priesthood we're all the priest mm -hmm. but I, but i get it um and there is a standard that um let's say right yeah as there should uh, be a uh, uh, clergy right uh, uh the one uh, look i i <laughs> i wrote this down and i have this on my um instagram bio okay i don't know if you've ever read it i don't know i can't remember off the top of my head right now all right check this out I, I don't know where i read it from probably one of these guys i don't i don't think it's i love dietrich bonhoeffer not sure if it was him but but listen to this it says the robe of righteousness is not altered to fit the man the man has to be altered to fit the robe. Yeah, and that goes for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And and I get it. You know, there's standards and there's a, a way we have to live and we have to we can't just preach the word with our uh with words. We can't just preach with words. Mm. Um, but are we preaching the same word with our lives? Yeah. And um so yeah, we could hold people to that high standard, but at the end say, No, well, that, he's fulfilling his calling while you I always say to our church, I say, Hey, I am the underling shepherd. I'm the pastor of this house, but I'm 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 an underling shepherd under the, the good shepherd. He mm. he is the head of this church. So and Paul does that in scripture. He says I present uh, the church as a chaste virgin before the Lord. So so it's not even his. He's not even taking the apostle Paul planting all these churches, raising up all these pastors, sending them all out. He himself is not saying the church is mine. It's my kingdom, which we won't even get into that conversation right now. It's my kingdom. He doesn't do that. It's his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't even take ownership of that which he's, right? We could say that he's built, which we know it's not really that he's built. God's used him. And he says it's all God's. He's the owner. Mm -hmm. he, he, this is the bride, and he's the groom. And, and while, while presenting that, he recognizes that I'm also the bride. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth, man. We have to be very careful, man. One thing that I would like to publicly tell you before we close, man, I think that, yes, and you are an example of that. I think what I love the most about you on Sundays is the example of, like, we are vessels used by the Lord. Mm. And 
If you've never been to Nest Church, first of all, come join us. But to see pastor after you've spoken a word, and this is literally almost every Sunday, you can tell that you have just poured everything out that has been given to you. And it's like, man, like sometimes I just look at you from afar and I'm like, man, pastor looks like he's tired, but there's still a grace about you where you still go and make sure that you are interacting with whoever you can interact with. And dude, I love that about you because you can like, I just, you see it. It's like, man, this guy just poured a word that was, that's not from him. That's from God. And he's just being used by the Lord. And my man's is tired. But in that tiredness still is intentional with showing up, speaking to people and sometimes Mm -hmm. staying late and speaking to people. Mm -hmm. So thank you for doing that. Because I see that. And and that, that's an example. Yeah, man. Praise God. I I thank you for those words. I, I treasure those words. They're an encouragement. Yeah. So in moments of weariness, in moments, <laughs> I, I go back and I visit those words and I say, and these are reasons, these are purposeful, what we do and why we do what we do. Amen. So, yeah, man, I honor that and I'm grateful for you, bro. And um, this was good. You this know, was awesome. you're a blessing. Your family's a blessing. You and your wife are a blessing. Uh, Miho plays uh, the drums as well at our nest. I try. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and his wife, Vanessa, as well. She grabs the mic and she's just a, a powerhouse. I mean, yeah, she has a grace. And, and um, when she prays, you feel it. She prays. And um, so so we're just grateful for your family and uh, your daughter. As I, like I always tell you, she's just beautiful. Listen, follow. Where can people follow uh, Mijo at? Mijo, please, is it? Is Mijo, please. It? Go to Mijo, please. And just his daughter's <laughs> beautiful, beautiful family. Grateful for you. Um, and I think that's it, man. So make sure I, w- yeah. I always have to write this. Down. I was gonna. I was so, just about to. I was just about to get there. Subscribe. Yeah. If you have not subscribed, just subscribe and hit that notification bell, so that way you can know what's coming next, and you could be alerted. So make sure you do that, and then share. We want this to reach people, man. Just just share with everyone. Repost it. We love to see people like grab the clips mm. that bless them, whatever, and post it on their on their Instagram or whatever it is. Do that. That that's such a, a blessing right. because people could could hear what maybe something that they need to hear. So make sure you subscribe, share, hit the notification bell. Comment. Uh, we want you to comment, 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 comment. Um, we have we you know I'm grateful for one person that's always commenting, but we want everyone to comment that mm-hmm. sees this at cer- at a certain point. And then if you feel like this has uh, blessed you, um, something has tugged at your heart. You know, uh, a lot of times I get people like, hey, God, I would love to get interviewed or I would love to like sit down or or what, what you, what's next. And sometimes it's just like, man, it's hard. Like we would love to do this even better or more often. But like, um, can you give? Can you give to the Good New Days? So right below, there's a link. Give there because um, there's a lot of good that could happen with your giving. So if you've been blessed, something has touched your heart. Um, this has been uh, something that has really moved you in, in a certain uh, some certain point. Um, just go ahead and give anything. Anything yeah, would be accepted, real. and we know that the Lord can multiply it mm-hmm. and use it for his kingdom and use it to do good in the good new days. So thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us. Episode 4 already. We're moving on. I'm grateful for Mijo, for our team, and we're looking forward to the many more episodes to come. We have some very interesting uh, conversations and guests down the line that we have planned, and we can't wait for you all to hear from them. So thank you. And remember that whatever you're going through, whatever your day looks like, your tomorrow looks like in Christ, in the Lord, come to him, come to his word and know that in him there are good 
New Days. God bless you all. Peace.